This is a HeadGum Original. Welcome to the pit wall, and howdy, yeah. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is like, it looks like cosplay If for anybody that doesn't know you well. Because yeah, it yeah, actually, yeah. Co- like, this is fully in line with something you might wear. It's one degree no, you know, away. These to are cover my, any other Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah these are clothes that I, that I have and wear, uh, uh, you know, at any day, really. I don't think I've ever worn this shirt to the office, but maybe I should. I don't know. It's a sick shirt. It is you should a wear it to shirt. like a really important record, like a guest who should really have the spotlight, but then you make it your day. <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh, I'll wait for uh, who's a high profile. <laughs> the next time Tiffany Haddish is in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the pit wall. It's an F1 podcast for casual fans. I am your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I am, of Whoop. course, nice. joined by uh, Jake. I have no Jake's Hurwitz. I'm actually now the, the king of over-jaking. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's the king of over-jaking, it's got to be Jake. Uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, Andrew... Pile up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, was Why do you st- to, I feel like I that's a real remember word. It. It's it's automotive related. No, it's okay. good. I like All it. Right. It's just about standard traffic violations. <laughs> uh, Marika. I was I, fuck, hashtag was to the max. Hashtag to the max. Brownlee. <laughs> And I'll stay. I'll stay that way for now. <laughs> what about Marie Carting? Marie Carting. Wow. Carting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just something I to could consider. Also, I could co-opt um, Blumenfeld's old switch profile and be Marie Cardi B. That's oh, good. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like. I like these options. I like that. You have something to think about. Uh, I feel like now I have to change it every race. So <laughs> maybe I'll think about it more beforehand. Yeah. It's up to you. Look, when a, when a racer decides on their nickname, it's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful it's, thing. Yeah, it's a journey of self-discovery that only you can make. And of course, we also have... Uh, Jeffrey, I don't know if he has a nickname, James. Plan G. Plan G. Plan G. There Plan you go. Plan G is probably the best one. Sorry. It's, it's accurate good. to my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yeah. best case scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Seven brief It's a really big cold brew to have afternoon. <laughs> well, it's barely afternoon. This is also my second. I had to wake up at yeah. eight for this sketch shoot. So you should be awake now. Yeah. I am awake. I just love the taste. <laughs> <I got> to. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about 
the U.S. Grand Prix, which took place in Austin, Texas, over the weekend, which is why I'm wearing my Texas best. Um, mm-hmm. Jake was at the race, and we'll hear all about it after this pre-race prediction from Marika. Let's hey, go. Y'all, it's Marika coming in from... A New Jersey highway with my predictions for the United States GP. Um, first of all, I think Martin Brundle will successfully talk to Brad Pitt, but fail to talk to Pharrell. I think he's not going to give him the time of day. In terms of the race, I think we're not going to get that many DNFs, but I feel like a gust of wind is going to take Latifi out. Sorry to him. And unfortunately, I think Pierre is going to have to retire with, from brake issues. For the podium places, I really dislike saying it, obviously, but I think Verstappen's going to win. But I do think our boy Carlos Sainz will be in second. And I think we're going to see Bottas in third. I don't know why, but I Mm. feel like it could happen. Mm. Um, and then Valtteri I really, coming in three. I literally hate to say it, but I think Jake is going to get cucked by Larry Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> I absolutely wish. Did you see him on the grid walk? I did. I took a photo too and I didn't share it, but he looks, <laughs> he's such a big man. He's huge. What a big he's man. scary looking. <laughs> He's just a big guy. He's got a big head. He looked. Mm-hmm. He made Martin Brundle look tiny. <laughs> uh, Jake, did you manage to get cucked by anybody uh, over the weekend? Um. Yeah. You know. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. Despite everyone's uh, best efforts, I felt like I felt like it could have happened. Um. You know, but. In the at the end of the day, uh, Jill didn't want to stick around the paddock afterwards. <laughs> she wanted to like. I guess there was like hundreds of thousand people like all trying to get back to downtown Austin, and she felt like it was more important to like get onto the shuttle and get to an Uber rather than like try to pick up a Botas or a Gasly, mm-hmm. as it were. Oh yeah, there she we looks are. So upset. Oh, Jill is getting <laughs> finger blasted by the guy to her <laughs> right. So I She's was l- cucked. It turns out I was cucked. <laughs> Just you by look a Mercedes so fan. On a, it looks like your it's your birthday, and it looks like she <laughs> is being sued. this was my birthday present but jill had a great time she had a great time she loved it i saw her i saw her story that was like it's lap 50 of 56 and i'm finally having fun she did finally (laughs) at one point she was like there's a hundred more of these and i was like no there's 56 and she was like it's not 156 it's like no (laughs) she's got that nascar mindset yeah she she thought the race was gonna be like another two hours yeah, I think when she found out that it was six laps from being over, she like perked up and got excited. <laughs> uh, that's something that I feel like uh, uh, I've noticed with American F1 fans, you know, any anyone that I know in my life, uh, aside from, from you guys who got me into it, but anyone else I've talked to who like watches uh, Drive to Survive or something or friends I've tried to have watch a race with me they're always like 
isn't it like five hours long? Don't they do like several hundred mm-hmm. laps? And it's like, no, that's the NASCAR yeah. mindset. Don't they just go in a circle? Everyone just thinks they go in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's interesting that everybody has that. That's the barrier that everyone has to get over. Once you realize yeah. it's only like 50-ish laps usually, it's like, oh, okay. The, the, race, <laughs> yeah. the race started after uh, the... Um, Padres Phillies game started and ended before that one ended. So I was able to <laughs> watch wow. the end of the baseball game and also watch an entire car race. It's yeah. it's you know. It's not that it's not that hard to watch a race. Anyone out there who's listening <laughs> who hasn't watched <laughs> this one race. was easy. <laughs> this one was easy because it was at noon Pacific. So I yes. was having a great time. I literally woke up at 11:55 and was well rested to watch the race. Yes. In bed still. It is kind of hard to watch these at 5 fucking a.m. Well, sure, if you're watching it live. Yeah, but not watching it live doesn't work for me, I've decided. I need to be a part of the group chat. I need to feel the energy of this is happening in fucking Bayron or whatever uh, right now. Sure. Bahrain? Right. Bahrain, yeah. (laughs) That's that second cold brew hitting you. I think I'm, I'm the only one today. that likes getting up early and watching these because no, I get I, it out I of the way. Up early. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's great. But it's, I agree. This incredible. is the first one that it's I had to watch on replay. Guys. Yeah, that's the that's thing. That's so different. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff and but, I have well, to wake yeah. up I mean, before still, the sun. You woke up at 11. That's crazy. That's so <laughs> yeah, late. Yeah, but well, they're all on Sundays. I like I go out on Saturdays, man. <laughs> I go out, I go out on Saturdays sometimes, too. I still get up at 7 because I'm an adult. At 7? I could do 7. I can't do 445. Okay. All right. All right. But I will say that for the cheers. first episode, hey, cheers. <laughs> for the first episode, I think me being tired helped me perform on the show. Now I'm at a stasis and I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, I'd like to hear uh, a little bit more from, from Jake uh, since he was on the scene, saw the race yeah. live, got to walk around. See the see the faces, see the places. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us, Jake? It's funny. I mean, I'm so focused on the infrastructure around the race. I could talk a lot about the Uber, the shuttle. I'm uh, curious about all walk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because um, there was more was people decidedly, at, at Austin this year than any year before. They said there was over 400,000 yes. people in attendance. Um. That makes sense. Knowing that, I'm actually surprised it was as smooth as it was, but it was a shit show. It was like, you the only place you could get dropped off in your Uber was this high school three miles away from the circuit. And once you're in this, once you get dropped off at the high school, it was like some traffic to get there, not that bad. And then everybody walks to these like yellow school buses. All seems fine. These school buses should have a closed road to get to the racetrack. But instead, they came out of the high school and got off near the highway where all of the Ubers were getting off and then sat in the same traffic as all of the pedestrians going to, like, try to park their – or all of the, you know, drivers driving their private cars. So – it was just this big clusterfuck of like hundreds and hundreds of school buses with hundreds of people on them sitting in just regular ass traffic. But there should have been some <laughs> level of like priority to get us there. Yeah. Um, and then you get dropped off and you're still a 20 minute walk from the actual 
um, you know, circuit. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was kind of, I was definitely stressed that I was going to miss the race because Jill wanted to get granola in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so, so it was a near, a near run event. So well, was... how long did it take you to get there then if you thought you were like, how much time did you give yourself to go to the race? And then I wanted to get there at noon so I could kind of wander around for like two hours. And we ended up getting there with all of the traffic and the shuttle um, insanity. I walked in at 1.30. Oh. So I like, I just went straight <laughs> to my seats. And then I was like, yeah. you know, what? I'll go around kind of like after the race. Um, but then I ended up get, being able to like go out a little bit during the race because uh, I after the first lap, I was a lot less interested <laughs> in the race. <laughs> what stuff was around your guys' grandstand? Because the Canada race, it was like every grandstand area was kind of its own. Like they had things around it. And then there was like the main area where like merch booths and stuff were. Uh, yeah, I think ours was more of just like a Coda Grand, like a Circuit of the Americas themed area. There was like the Haas Hill was something I walked over towards. Um, so I think they were like further away from me. I'm sure that there were like sponsored um, grandstands and stuff. But in I was just on Grandstand 15, and there wasn't really any like branding anywhere around uh, anywhere around us. Um, but it was, I mean, it was sick. It was very, very cool. Did you yeah. feel like, to me, it felt like it was kind of like being at a weird sports convention because it's not like one versus the other. It was just like a bunch of people and like with supporting like 10 different teams. Yeah. Did you feel it, really, like it, it was, was like interesting. That? Like in our section, there was a bunch of Ferrari people behind me, but then like, um, Mercedes family next to them. And then like a bunch of Red Bull people in front of us. And nobody was like, I think at one point the Mercedes and Red Bull guy, like literally high fived. There isn't like a huge, <laughs> at least at this place, at least in my grandstand, there was no, like, I feel like I've been to a Yankee game where somebody's wearing a Red Sox hat and everybody's like yelling at them. That definitely didn't happen. And then like all night that night in Austin, I'd be like walking down the street and just see like a bunch of McLaren hats walking toward me. And I was like, okay, we're gonna have to fight these guys. But <laughs> they didn't. Well, well, Joe went it's... home with one of them, but it was, that was fine. <laughs> they didn't get cocked. <laughs> it is uh, uh, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Lando. <laughs> So it's nice to hear that at at Haas's home race they don't they don't really act like Yankee fans in Yankee Stadium. They're not the Haas fans aren't yeah. roaming the circuit. I've been a fan of Haas ever since they started making that mechanically controlled automation equipment. I mean, before the racing stuff even. I just love their CNC machines. I love what they've done for the manufacturing industry. So do not talk shit about Haas to me. I'm not talking shit about Haas. I'm talking shit about their fans. Oh, okay. And clearly, right. every it's... <laughs> week, it's hard for me not to make pile my little bitch of the day. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many to choose from for this race, though. There were. The, a lot happened in this race. So so let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and get into it. Um, mm -hmm. We do have a few DNFs. Ugh. <laughs> First up, <laughs> Carlos signs a devastating, devastating DNF for for Carlos. 
I mean, especially for me, right? Like I yeah. literally went to Texas to watch him race. <laughs> I truly did. Uh, it was so insane. It was so insane. We, we watched the start and then I didn't, I was like, just when that happened, I was like, was that Carlos? That wasn't Carlos. It couldn't have been. And then like all the whispers near me, cause I'm not watching on TV. You can't really see what's going on. And then all these whispers near us are like, that was science. It was science. It was science. And then they come down uh, near my turn. Uh, cause the replay still hasn't gone on. And I just see no signs at all. No oh. signs of signs. <laughs> uh, and Jill is like, wait, what happened? What happened? I was like, Carlos, that was Carlos. He got into an accident. Um, and then I was like, yeah, he's like, he's going to be out of the race. But then we saw him, he was in 19th place on that first lap. And I was like, oh, he's still in it. He's still in it. And I was like, okay, he might be able to finish in the points somehow. Um, and then, and then they just showed on the screen. Got out of the being, garage. Yeah. yeah. Rolling him back in. And I truly, I was, it was, <laughs> it was a real low point. <laughs> oh, <gosh. Yeah. laughs> It was, this was the worst race for you specifically with who DNF. Yeah. It was a targeted attack on it you being was. in Austin. Like this, I feel like this happened in, wasn't it in the Australian Grand Prix where Carlos didn't finish? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I remember as soon as he was out of the race, I turned the TV off. That's usually what I do. <laughs> but here, I was at the race. My favorite driver, but truly, I, by the end of it, all of my favorite drivers were uh, were out of the race. You kept trying to Amazing. flag someone down, asking them to turn off the, the monitors. Like, we don't, <laughs> just turn it all off. We don't need to see, need we see anymore. Home. Everyone can go home now. Uh, huge um, bummer. Uh, he got T-boned by uh, George Russell in the in the opening lap. Uh, yeah, and I've been a Russell apologist for a long time. Of course, time. it's George. Yeah, Here's yeah. This fucking guy. It always seems <laughs> to be George. Yeah, he's everywhere you don't want him to be all the time. Yeah. Mr. Consistency, um, <laughs> just because he consistently sucks ass. <laughs> Um, Carlos in his post-race interviews was just so sad, but like defeated and all the things that he was saying. I mean, it's completely true that he's just like been the most unlucky person ever this entire yeah. season, but he was like so many races that I don't even complete one lap. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was drive, seven, he, 60 NFs or 70 NFs this season. It's crazy. Sucks. And he also, when they asked him, like, about, specifically about the George crash, he was like, driver mistakes or driver mistakes, and I pay the price again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. Poor guy. He really, well, he made his saddest Instagram post yet. The black and white photo. Black and white photo. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I don't see that. I'm looking at it so pensively. He's, I, he's definitely... Depressed because that DNF uh, pretty much took him out of podium contention for the for the championship. So it's a well, real bummer for him. The only, I mean, truly, I like Russell cannot finish above signs. That's that yeah. I think is, is an injustice. That's unacceptable to me too. Yeah, they, something they must are, be done. They are close. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> They're, they're, they are we still should join the 
pretty close in the points. There's a there's a 16 point difference between them, but uh, and you know what? With uh, what is it? Three races left? Two, two or three? We just need two Russell DNFs, which is possible. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm saying we join the Mercedes pit team, pit, yeah, and then we go to change Russell's tires. We pull a fucking Verstappen on their ass. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, we, we can't get the tire on because we wouldn't actually be able to anyway. Yeah, we'd be trying be our like hardest alive. and we yeah. wouldn't know what we're doing. <laughs> I, think I was watching something where someone was like, if you, oh, they were talking about the pit strategy and like how they practice that. And we're, they said like, if you don't place the gun in the correct place you could break your wrist like they're so heavy and like just the amount of power that goes into replacing the tires so jesus yeah you know we have one shot maybe before we're severely injured trying (laughs) but i think we can do it (laughs) if they somehow don't notice that it's us walking around (laughs) the garage standing around having no idea what's going on for the first hour All we need the is a Mercedes weekend. hat. <laughs> I really want Carlos to do what George is currently doing um, and take the fastest lap away from him whenever he's mm. in a position where he's not going to get points or yeah. not going to be on the podium. Did George get the fastest lap? He, he did. He did. Which sucked. I thought there was a, ch- yeah. I thought there was a chance that he... I was like hoping so much yeah, that he would same. put those on. Everyone would get it within five <laughs> seconds of him. Wouldn't get the fastest lap. But... Fuck them. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also really liked when uh like over Carlos's radio, uh his engineer just said uh he was touched from Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that George like, on the radio on. was like, uh he cut across me and then like but yeah. then but the commentators were like well, you didn't exactly do that, George, but all right, I can see why you think that. He was so aggressively like, I was on the right. And I was like, no. No, you weren't. Drove I can't believe he only him. got a five-second penalty. Like, That's he what I was No consequence. Yeah. No consequence at all. That but seems... then Fernando gets a 30-second yeah. penalty. I'm like, that should be a 30-second penalty. Yeah. So you're doling him out. Yeah. Uh, give one to fucking George. I don't know. I guess the commentator's logic was like, it's the first turn. Everything's crazy. Like, you can't really stop anyway. Your tires are cold. I guess. I just, yeah. But if that's your logic that it was just an accident and they really couldn't have prevented it, then why give them any penalty at all? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Right. Great point. I did like Ted Kravitz said at some point later in the race that I know they like steaks down here, but that was a T-bone. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, not really though, because a T-bone steak's good. Yeah, it is a, it, uh, yeah, T-bone is a steak. So I don't understand yeah. the butt part of it, but <laughs> uh, maybe he did. Maybe I'm misquoting him. I that's just what I wrote down in my notes. I mean, Ted Kravitz is a pretty okay. sharp right. guy. I wouldn't yeah. want to. Fair enough. <laughs> did he? And it happened like in the middle of the race. It was much later in the race yeah, that they threw like to he, him. It's like yeah. he, he came up with it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, hey, ask me about. Ask he me about pretty uh, much the entire race to come up with that. <laughs> I mean, he's got a shtick every race now where he was, like, trying to sign uh, Gasly's, like, car damage the <laughs> yeah. other race. He's, like, with the, the Sharpie, like, there was he's great. Something he said toward towards the end of the race that was about how the race was finishing uh, and, and his commentary on it. They showed a shot of Brad Pitt 
And then he yes. was like, okay, Brad well. Pitt, Hollywood story. You can't write a story like this, Brad Pitt. Real racing is improvised. Not yeah, a so I think that was Martin Brundle. <laughs> yeah, I think Martin was very salty <laughs> about was, how he got treated by Brad yeah, Pitt earlier he was on. Upset. Yeah, and he Brad Pitt had no idea who he was because he tried to stop him in the in the uh-huh. grid walk, and Brad Pitt like literally pushed him away, and then some bodyguard <laughs> grabbed him from the back and like. Martin was like, first of all, he said, that's what's known as a pit stop, which is pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's then kind of insulted Brad Pitt for the remainder of times. And I don't blame him. Like Brad Pitt visited every paddock and is making this F1 movie or whatever. Like you should maybe know what's going on and why you're on the grid in the first place. I didn't know he's making an F1 movie. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. They I, talked uh, about I it have... on the broadcast throughout the whole I thing. See. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hadn't I was... tuned in um, for, I hadn't tuned in yet. Sorry. Can, I can't hear you. Oh. Do you have my I microphone? Hadn't, I hadn't yet tuned in <laughs> to the broadcast for this Brad Pitt thing, but I pulled up the video if we want to listen to the audio. Yeah, let's yeah, let's, hear let's listen to the audio. But, um, let's see if we can have a chat with Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm trying to talk to the guy behind you. Brad, Martin Brando, Sky F1. How are you doing? Uh, you, can you tell us a bit about this movie? No, not yet. Top secret. Uh, you've enjoyed the weekend. I've seen you so much this weekend. Thank you, man. All right, good. Somebody grabbing hold of my shoulder, I think. <laughs> Obviously, they're known as pit stops if they don't want you to talk to Brad Pitt. But, uh, that's, that's really good. The pit he's stop really line is really good. He's really struggling to keep up. There's somebody Do you have the audio of him talking to Trey Cool from Green Day? <laughs> Do you, have like, Do you remember Green this? Day. Yeah. Why was Green Day? What was like the Green Day presence? They were I don't know. I mean, he's there, like, I "Why are you here?" And Trey Cool's like, oh, "I'm I'm here for the Austin Martin or Aston Martin because they're the Green Team." I was like, that's pretty cheesy. But then he said the most insane, like, string of. So he did this uh, with the Black Eyed Peas the other week where he said, hey, let's get it started to him him when he was in the pit lane. Um, To what's his name? Um, Uh, Will I Am? Will I Am? Will I Am, yeah. And then this week he's like, I mean, do you have this audio? Yeah, I have it right here. All right, play play this. Or this isn't Will I Am. This is Trey Cool. Yeah, this is Trey Cool. This is great. How are you? Good. Welcome to paradise. Yeah, uh, man, all right. This could be a boulevard of broken dreams, but you look like you're, you're having the time of your life. All right. Well, you know, we're here to support uh, the green team, uh, I mean, Aston that's, Martin. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But, like, this is his thing is that he somehow just says the name of the song. <laughs> Stop. Boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> Very good. I feel like someone was just feeding him. Like someone knows to feed someone him. Someone must be like giving it to him in his headphones. Or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's insane. Anyway, yeah, that was a highlight. <laughs> um, incredible, inc- incredible coverage as always from the Sky Sports team. Uh, next on the grid. <laughs> Uh, uh, DNF for Valtteri Bottas, uh, which was another huge highlight of the race. Yeah, that was that was sad. What happened? He just he just spun out. failure. At the no, they said just, um, oh. spun and beached. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. It was on the gravel. Yeah. Apparently, Batas drove there on a Harley. Yeah. That's sick. He was wearing a cool yeah. The finish a really cool can't shirt. finish. You know what I'm nice. <laughs> um, um. And that happened lap 19. And seemingly, he said it was just driver error. Yeah. Which is sad. A wind, wind got it is him. sad. I feel like Botas is just off form. He's not on his game at all. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I was <laughs> confused, sorry, uh, about... Uh, it wasn't a huge highlight, Valtteri Bottas uh, DNFing. It was Lance Stroll was the big highlight DNF. Um, this mm. is wild. Yeah. That, yeah, that was... Fucking uh, just... T-bone, not T-bone. I just wanted to say it, but <laughs> jacked by his is that's his future teammate, right? His future that's the yeah. guy that he's going to be racing with next year. Yeah, yeah. just fucking rear ends him. It's his future him like teammate. It's a go kart, and I believe, uh, according to to Ted's notebook after the race, uh, Fernando like filed a complaint against Stroll because of that incident after the race. Is, like he he was trying to say that it was stroll's error that made him hit him like that uh and ted's like going on about how like these are future teammates and he's like putting in a complaint against him already like <laughs> yeah that was an ugly accident race yeah stuff that happened specifically around that accident and i do feel like a, i don't know i was seeing on social media a lot of people being like lance it was lance's fault but i don't understand why outside of like the fact that he did sort of last minute move to the left, but like I don't understand why he doesn't have the right to do that, I guess. I mean, I <clears throat> I guess it 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 could be like a late defensive move, like he tried to block the line like a hair too late, maybe, but you know, they're yeah. driving very fast out <laughs> there and uh <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, sometimes a half like, a second might Alonso feel like was a full second. So close behind yeah. him, which feels like, don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> but, that's but, wild that that car survived. Like, I feel like we see cars just like bump the wall and their yeah, tail yeah, falls they disintegrate. off. And this one flew this one in the was, air, was nearly landed. airborne. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like clipped the wall going. 200 miles an hour or whatever. They and then hit. just like finished the race with that car. Yeah, they, they made a change of stuff. And finished pretty strongly too. Yeah. Like, battling till the end. They just switched out the wing and and he like kept racing. Yeah, I was, was, I was really kind of blown away by, by Fernando there. But I was, did they actually switch? Yeah, yeah they, they, they pit him and, I, and they and they switched the, the wing. Okay. Out. I I remember his mirror fell, and also the whole yeah, that reason that he got a penalty was because they said he was driving with unsafe parts of the car. Right. Um, yeah. Which, like, wouldn't you have to prove that they knew that the mirror was screwed up? I don't know. Maybe they didn't know that, and they just yeah. Let him I mean, well, I mean that just yeah. I don't know what he got the black and orange flag for, but I also the most under, unsafe like, part of the car was him. Guys. <laughs> 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 it was truly wild also like a piece of 
I guess Lance's tire exploded and fell off and I was watching the race with friends and one of my friends truly thought like a person flew out of the car because it looked like a body just being like flung in in the air. It was really crazy. Yeah, those when that replay was showing, Jill was like absolutely horrified. She was she was (laughs) reacting like it was (laughs) Yeah, how did how did the how did everyone react there as it happened? I know you you said you had like slight visibility, but yeah, we saw we saw like something happen. We, there was like it was on the straightaway towards the turns where we were, so we could kind of see like the cars coming, but we couldn't see anything beyond just like some like smoke, basically. Um, and we could tell something happened. I thought it was from our vantage point, everybody was you know like gasping and shocked, and it looked like it was a much bigger accident than it mm-hmm. ended up being. Like it looked like it involved like four or five cars. I yeah. thought it was going to be a red flag. Yeah, and then everyone well, finds out it's Stroll and starts high fiving and. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel bad for him. I was legit rooting for Stroll this race. He's had two too. awesome starts. Yeah, he was doing. He was up in the pack. He was like, mm-hmm. I was actually kind of like, you know what? I could get into this. It's, uh, there's something that's that nice. I've liked, him. I've liked him for a long time. Everyone's yeah. coming around now. <laughs> kind of, I yeah. told Marika, I was hoping for a strollium. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I told all you guys actually it was on the thread. But yeah, goddamn. Yeah, before, it uh, happened. before so the crash, he, he did make it all the way up to P3. So, so it was... And it's like, nicer to see him up there than George Russell or fucking yes. Checo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. It was the only consolation that I was watching George Russell behind him for a few laps. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An unfortunate finish for Stroll, uh, but in the, uh, a badass finish for Alonzo. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But right now we got to talk about Nicholas Latifi, who came in 17th. Uh, and spun at one point, right? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he spun did, out. My, he, produ- he got a my prediction was right that he did get caught by a gust of wind. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. A gust of wind bested Latifi. Latifi uh, got a five-second pe- penalty for pushing Mick Schumacher off the track. That's his big highlight of the that. race. Um, I think being he also there... Did like, say, uh, he made driver a driver mistake when he got when he spun out too, which was really funny. <laughs> the mistake is I'm driving at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> like when you're at the race, it is you. It's so evident how much he like how much more he sucks than anybody else. Um, like. <laughs> Everyone will go by. It's their engines are loud. They're jockeying. They're driving smooth. And then like ten seconds, fifteen seconds goes by, and then just a little matchbox car, Nick Latifi, zips by, and truly everyone in the stands applauded. And yeah. I think it was sarcastic. Yeah, every single time he <laughs> no, went by. absolutely. And I also I was saw in two, his grandstand, and that was the vibe. That's that's really I saw funny. Two people wearing a like of everybody, like the hundreds of thousands of people. I saw only two people wearing Williams shirts, and I'm convinced that they worked there. Like, <laughs> a crowd of people going like, yeah! sarcastically, is so funny. Every thirty time. seconds behind everyone else. Every yeah. time. Uh, well, Latifi, we're, we'll miss you when you're gone. 
<laughs> You're gonna miss me when I'm going. Uh, <laughs> the cup game cup song. Sixteen, <laughs> uh, Daniel Ricardo. That was that. Not a great that race. Was... You, Jake, yeah, Jake, can you describe what Daniel Ricardo was doing this entire race? Because there was no coverage of him. He yeah. just disappeared. It felt like I mean, he, he was... drove off into Texas and never came back. Well, he would love <laughs> he was that. Behind... He wants to. Yeah. Yeah. He after for a while he was doing the Latifi thing where he was just he was just so far behind the pack. He was like twenty seconds behind everybody. It was like he wasn't even close to Latifi. And it was just it was so disheartening to watch every single time. Yeah. Like I, I could feel Danny's sadness. Uh apparently uh, around like lap five or so he said over comms that uh, the car has no pace. Uh and uh who knows how much of it was was the car and how much of it was him being like, it has no pace, so fuck it, I guess, you know. <laughs> I'll drive behind sure. His like, post-race interview was similarly like... he just, But it was like the way that he made... Not made up excuses, but it just felt like he was making up excuses because he was so disheartened and was just like... I don't know mm-hmm. this this entire year. That's all it's been. And it's like yeah. how? Yeah. <laughs> and he was he was having the most fun before the race. Like uh he yeah. was riding on a horse down the paddock. Uh seeing at Corsi. Had a, a right. fire <laughs> fire drop before the race for, for Texas. Almost bought a shirt. Eve. It was too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but then for for him to like you know do all that and then like give up a couple laps into the race is like come on man yeah yeah he's just obsessed with texas i think that's all the like he's also he knows he's on the out and might his career might be over so why not ride in on a fucking horse and then not give it his whole rip pussy Well, apparently, uh, he will be a reserve driver next year. is is where he's landed, but they haven't said what team. Um, and it huh. seems like the only two teams with a reserve driver spot are Red Bull and Mercedes. So that's cool. Yeah, I would hope it's huh. Mercedes. I yeah, think I really it'd be pretty cool. Be Mercedes. If it was Mercedes. <laughs> I kind of uh, want it to be Red Bull. I think it'd be really funny if like Max Verstappen was out with appendicitis or something and <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo had to take his place. <laughs> that, well, I guess that'd be good for us because then he'd like come in 17th or 18th and <laughs> Red Bull would be lower than the constructors. So yeah, I hope it's Red Bull too. <laughs> but don't you kind of want him like, I don't know. I feel like I, I would much uh, rather he kick George out. And like every week, yeah. be hoping George is injured so that we can see Danny. Mm, I agree. And, true. and I also think like Danny needling George all the time would make for great content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I think Max and Checo can take it, but I think George has basically no sense of humor and yeah. I think would basically be really spooked by the presence of Danny Ricardo <laughs> haunting the garage every week. Someone everyone likes naturally. Yeah, exactly. Way more oh, than him. That's really yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. George's worst guys, nightmare. 
Yeah, that is a good point. Did you see the sketch, essentially, that they filmed with the guy that does the uh, F1 impressions? Yeah. No. (laughs) He's pretty funny. Yeah, it was it was George, this guy, Connor something, uh, who does the impressions and then Toto Wolf. And basically he was just doing a George impression and then George walks in and Toto's like, take off the mask because he was wearing like full suit or whatever. But yeah, it was a lot of George being like, not equipped to do comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Tried his best. I'd love to see, you know what? I'd love to see all these guys get together and do a herald. I think it'd be really fun to watch. It's <laughs> oh, my worst I nightmare. George and Latifi mono scene. <laughs> Latifi's so busted. <laughs> he's so fucking ugly. I'm sorry to be mean like this, but he's such an uggo. <laughs> is he maybe like, he's lay improv off the hot, sun <laughs> he has Start. bad skin yeah like fucking get the the CeraVe you know the fucking oh moisturizer God. in the under eyes <laughs> third mm. CeraVe reference in a week Marika I will audit you I'll furlough you I'm sorry <laughs> who's the next driver <laughs> So the next low driver. On the, grid. <laughs> the next driver. <laughs> Fernando Alonso in 15th. Unbelievable. Um was this Well, a, he finished this P was, yeah, I was going to say, right? Yeah. Or he C7 got, or got a post race penalty. penalty. Yeah. yeah. Um which is incredible. Yeah, but for him to finish where he did after that after that crash was uh I don't I don't want to give any spoilers but it was hottie behavior really <laughs> if you in a word hot it was hot <laughs> crash the card finish the race in the points yeah, that's, that's fucking hot <laughs> wow casey you're sweating i love the passion i'm wearing a lot of clothes right now and <laughs> It's going to be hard to get them off to fap to that. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Leave that in. 14th, Mick Schumacher. Um, Truly didn't notice him do anything the entire time. Uh, And I was there. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he got pushed off the track. his car got damaged. Yeah. That was... That was about it for for another driver who I'm assuming won't be racing next season. Yeah, if he wasn't Michael Schumacher's son, this would be a non-issue. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's not he's not actually that exciting to watch. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a sweetheart. He's really nice. I think that's why I root for him. But he's I, you got to be you have to be a George Russell. You can't be a Mick Schumacher. I'm really interested to see Drive to Survive next year because I feel like Haas has gotten no coverage and they really just are consistently not finished in the points or maybe ninth or 10th. Yeah. Yeah. And it That's... sounds like um, uh, Gunther was, was mad after this race because yeah. uh, they 
had previously Haas had had taken damage to the car and they were told they had to retire the car even though uh Gunther's like we just got to switch out the wing what the hell uh but they let uh Checo drive today with it with the damaged wing they didn't they didn't make him retire so apparently he went off uh on the FIA uh which honestly good because yeah I don't understand why Checo did not get a post-trace penalty like Alonso, even if it wasn't as bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Red they, Bull suffers they were just like, no consequences. Yeah, it's that it's Red Bull bias fine. I keep hearing about. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe in it. Interesting. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Next on the grid, Pierre Gasly, 13th. This, this poor little guy. The entire race, it just felt like the FIA was ragging on him. Yeah, he got a, he yeah, got a he penalty. The penalty, and then he had to do the penalty again because he didn't do the penalty right. Yeah. Uh, what what was his penalty? I didn't hear any of it. He was, following, was, he was following the safety oh, car. Right. Too, he was either was too, too yeah, far. That was another. Was too one. far away, or not yeah. close yeah. enough. Which was also kind of a BS penalty because yeah, yeah, he was going around sad. a turn, and I forget who was in front of him, but they just like tore off. Yeah, like on a straight, and he like kind of leisurely didn't catch. I mean, it was still behind a safety car, and it's just like yeah, that's the same penalty as fucking George. 
Yeah. 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 That's kind of crazy. He got he got that one. I think he did get a track limits penalty, and that's the one that he didn't serve correctly, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? I don't yeah. I feel like I I just feel like every single that. time there was a notification, it was for Pierre Gasly, and I felt really bad for him. Yeah. Well, he called him out. That's why. He shat in the FIA's sandbox. And now that's correct. Yeah. Now they're that's coming correct. back at him. They wanted to be able to almost kill him, and he, he wasn't right to say <laughs> they were trying they to eliminate. Almost killed. Yeah, yeah. The squeaky gear. <laughs> I do like that Gunther complained though. Yeah, and um, and also complained about the Red Bull stuff a lot. I think or he did. Was it him um, or was it one of the drivers? One of the. Haas drivers? I thought it was, but maybe it wasn't. Never mind. Uh, I'm, I would guess it's Gunther that was complaining. And uh, <laughs> was it was it Zach Brown that like wrote a wrote a letter about it also or or something? Like everyone was yeah, really like coming that. for Red Bull this this week. Yeah. Which well, they're going to get away with it. <laughs> they're getting yeah. away with it. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, yeah, I read a headline that was just like Red Bull is negotiating their punishment with the FIA. It's like <laughs> that doesn't seem like they should be allowed to fucking. It's it's truly like Horner just being able to call Michael Massey all the time last year. It's a, yeah. it's such a weird <laughs> thing. The punishments should not happen with the guy in the room. Yeah, that's that's something that I that I feel like I'm learning about this sport. Uh, watching it this season is when I first started like watching it and like all the penalties or like uh, oh this is under review or something I'm like okay well they're gonna they're gonna figure it out and then they're gonna go by the rules and give the penalties based on whatever's supposed to happen the way that I watch any sport and expect that's how it'll be governed uh, but now <laughs> it's like it's very clearly like oh, when they go to review it it's like what do we do you know they're kind of seem to make up what the penalty needs to be on a case-by-case basis, and it is clearly being seen as pretty biased. Yeah. Yeah. Only because it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can't stop watching this thing. <laughs> it's still great. It's yeah. still great. <laughs> uh, 12 on the grid, Alex Albon. I heard some one of the commentators say that when Lando was kind of like making weaving his way up, that Albon was Lando's hero. How old is Albon? <laughs> They're like, yo, he had a poster of Albon in his room before he was in the oh, F1. Like a childhood like, well, hero. How young is really? Lando? Is the real question. Lando's nineteen, yeah. I think. <laughs> no, but Lando's God. twenty-two. Lando's okay. eleven. Boy energy. Alex the Albon biggest boy is energy twenty-six. Of He's four years older than him. Yeah, but I mean, I Lando has a great online presence. So maybe he's okay. just been following him. Yeah. Watches um, his Twitch. He's very, he's deeply online. Lando Norris <laughs> has a life-size poster of Alex Albon hung in his bathroom. It must be um, so that he could choke, hmm. it seems. Yeah. Uh, I don't know... <laughs> Which could not be funny to any, like, to Lando's girlfriend, right? It's like, it's crazy to be 22 and that rich and have, like, dumbass taste like that. Yeah. 
It does seem like it was um, out of admiration. This is an article from 2019. Um, and <laughs> Albon is saying that the post, the fact that he has a poster of him makes him feel old, but also pretty cool and weird at the same time. <laughs> Very wild. Huh, I really don't know what to yeah. make of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I think it's sweet again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Um, they're all just a bunch of freaks. Next on the grid, <laughs> Zhou Guan Yu. Uh, so who, I'm, I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm really glad he didn't finish in the points. <laughs> why? Why is that? Why? why are you really glad? <laughs> I like when Joe goes slow. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I actually like when Joe goes slow too. <laughs> He's um, personality really... flat. I'm sorry. It's like his ass. <laughs> okay. I really liked his outfit. Um his, like I feel like, you know, every every driver was kind of doing the Texas thing when they arrived or in cowboy hats, cowboy boots, variations of that. And he was like, you know what America reminds me of? Jeans. <laughs> or a full denim outfit. That was really cool looking. So I admire him oh, for that good. and his creativity. I was really paying attention to a lot of the like Americana vibes of the weekend. Yeah. yeah I have them. a question. Does Horner usually wear jeans? We'll get to that. He was wearing jeans. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Let's not talk about it yet. Well, okay. Fine. We, won't, we won't talk about it yet. But there was a reason for the jeans. Um, next on the grid, Esteban Ocon in tenth. I think he he got he got bumped up, didn't he? Um, because of that yeah. uh, Alonzo Spider Man helmet. He had a Spider Man helmet. Yeah, oh. that was his That's American cool. tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he he had a pit lane start to start the race. Ended, uh, I mean, he finished eleventh, but ends up in tenth. That's pretty good. Yeah, only pretty good though, because there were three DNFs. Yeah, <laughs> <to> remember, <laughs> sure, a few penalties. This teammate mm. got knocked out. Okay, I mean, look, I'm trying to give him a little bit of credit, but if you guys want to just strip him of. <laughs> Of yeah. everything he's earned on, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, ninth place, Yuki Sonoda. You mean Duki Po Poo Noda? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, That's I get right. it wrong every week. <laughs> I also don't know what he was up to, but happy for him, he got some points. The only yeah. thing I, I I have down is I it might have been in quali. Or, or it could have been early in the race, but uh, Alpha Tori was telling him to um, not race Pierre, and he apparently—I ha haven't heard it—but but, but uh, Ted Kravitz was talking about it. Uh, he went off on on the radio on on his engineers because he was mad that mm -hmm. he wanted to race Pierre and was yelling about Pierre was yelling about the team and uh you just kind of threw a little hissy fit it sounds it sounds like that dookie is a child <laughs> yeah 
it's so funny that they're like so positioned as like i don't know like older brother younger brother vibes in terms of their team presence um so to like hear them constantly fighting like that works Mm. to me did we did we talk on this show about like the um the video of them like saying what what their least favorite day on the track is the two of them no No, it was it was it was on an instagram reel or something it was so funny because like they're trying to make that you know just like driver teammate content and pierre is like talking about um this the day that one of his friends died in an accident and then yuki Tsunoda, it like they didn't record this at the same time but he's like um whenever they run out of waffles in in the breakfast (laughs) like (laughs) i forget exactly what yuki said but it was something equivalent of like just like a a dumb joke about like not having food that he likes yeah Yeah. just caught with fucking someone's friend dying on the track (laughs) Um, but I do, I remember from the race, um, they were battling a lot. It, I Watching the race live definitely um, made me realize like why it's, it's more fun to like, you know, root for teams in the, in the middle of the pack. Yeah. There's so much more action going on there. Like they're going three, three abreast through the turns. Yeah. Um, it, so that was, that was super fun. I was rooting really hard for Gasly to overtake Yuki, but it didn't happen. I think Yuki gained the most places of anybody. Uh, really? where did where did he start? It wasn't Charles. Uh, maybe. Right, because Charles had the penalties. He started P twelve and finished P three. Yeah, that man. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eighth on the grid, Kevin Magnuson. Yeah, Austin, the points. points. Proud of him. Yeah. Um, Good man. Uh, K Mag had that great battle at the in the last lap. Um, who was he? Who's he fighting with? Let me check my notes. It was with Vettel, with driver Vettel. of the day. Vettel, the driver of the day. Battle. They were going yeah. at it at the end, and uh, I love to see a Haas fighting uh, with the car instead of just, you know, kind of just like, okay, go ahead. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all right. Go you ahead. I'm me. in a Haas after yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was really Schumacher cool to see him fighting for battling. his life. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> I almost um, killed signs. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if we want to talk about Vettel, he so fun, it. sure. I you know, I'll say, watching him. yeah, I'll say, uh, Sebastian Vettel was in seventh place, but but yeah, yeah. he had a great he race, was in first for a bit. Yeah. Sebastian yeah. Vettel takes the lead of the race, great yeah. thing to if, hear, love to hear it. If he, yeah. If he didn't have that terrible pit stop, like where yeah. should he have placed? Like he should have podiumed, right? Like that would have that would have like put maybe. him maybe in yeah. second or third, maybe. I I can't I can't tell really because 
Like anytime someone's up in in front early on in the race, I'm like, oh, they must they they. I, I want to feel like they have a shot, but yeah, the mm-hmm. Red Bulls always catch up to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it it's it's, it it's hard to tell matter. like yeah. if he would have uh, podiumed or not because there are faster cars. I think he could have stayed in front of the Mercedes because he. It True. didn't seem like he was having a, a problem doing that. Yeah, but yeah. Every yeah. I think he, I think he probably would have finished ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Anything that put more distance between the podium and George Russell, I was for, but <laughs> it didn't work out. I just liked seeing the like, it was like that old Ham uh, Leclerc. It was great. I was like, mm-hmm. this is ideal. This is. Just a crazy good old time 2021 vibes race. <laughs> yeah. That was fun racing. Yeah. Uh, next on the grid in sixth place, Lando Norris. Yeah. Um, he had a good race. Pretty good drive. I I gained some respect for Lando during this race. He had a, a couple overtakes. He was just like, I, he dropped down because of a, a pit stop, I think, or something. And like he was just fighting his way through the crowd and he was attacking in a way that was interesting and good driving. I think he took My thing a, with Lando. Uh, he took a little what's damage. His name with Lando? <laughs> He's an annoying little twerp and his personality <laughs> is bad. His personality is that he goes live. Anyone can go what about, live. What, you, what about his DJing? He can only go That's live. That's even worse. I didn't know about that. And then he, you know, he makes Danny look bad. Obviously Danny also makes himself look bad, but last year at least he made Danny mm. look worse. And, uh, yeah. you know, I just didn't appreciate how you know i don't know i just think this race made me appreciate his driving more i think he is better than i thought you think uh his his personality kind of takes the the driver's seat so to speak sometimes for him when nice when really you'd like to see his driving skills be in the forefront of- that's exactly how i would phrase it yeah okay great <laughs> <laughs> Next on the grid, <laughs> George Russell in fifth place. Boo. 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 We hate to see it. We've, we apparently have decided George Russell on this podcast is the main villain. <laughs> I, was, I was into George Russell as recently as last week. You guys remember. I was, yeah. uh, I was a George Russell apologist. I, I've always kind of liked George Russell, uh, but no more. as the weeks go on, it kind of... His uh, his true nature seems to be showing itself. <laughs> yeah, I like him as a villain. I think it's fun. I love him um, as a villain. I think, yeah, I don't know. There's something I just can't place about his personality, and I'm really trying to figure it out. But he's. I think I kind of, I kind of, he's kind of like um, a wiener narcissist a little bit. He's like not quite strong enough to be like a strongman narcissist. He's not Mm -hmm. enough of a winner. He's almost like he's a villain sidekick who thinks he's the main hero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think he's, he's, I think he's wound very tight. And I think he can be a very emotional because of that. And I think that makes you a little bit sad for him sometimes. But for the most part, he's a a twerp. So, yeah. I also didn't like his, re- like, he's a twat. At least, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> when he was making the jump from Williams to Mercedes, I didn't like the entitled attitude that he had where he was upset that one race because they hadn't even decided yet. Not even that he hadn't gotten it. They just hadn't decided. And he was like huffing and puffing all over the paddock. I'm like, you don't deserve this necessarily. Like you, if you get it, you do, but you don't, you're not like entitled to it. I, so I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. I like, um, there, I was just scrolling through Twitter after the race and there are so many good memes. Uh, there was like someone put together a video of him just like power walking through the grid and someone was like why does he power walk everywhere like <laughs> I like said it to Britney Spears and yeah I was having a great time looking at things that to make me feel better about Carlos <laughs> yeah god what a fucking shit Mr. Consistency is <laughs> uh, all right that's George Russell for I, really, I think he would drive over a fucking child to win the Grand Prix. <laughs> like, if he was in Monaco and a kid scampered over a railing and was, like, chasing a little balloon um, and everyone was supposed to, like, he should pull over or something, mm-hmm. I think he would not. I think he would plow through a kid and then be like, uh, that kid uh, crossed right in front of me, crikey, and then go on to win and still do the champagne splashing, even though he had murdered a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Cool. Just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> what was the, oh, I sent the tweet of like all of the recent things that he did, uh, which was. Yes. He caused a crash in Silverstone <laughs> oh and ruined uh, yeah. Joe's race and nearly killed him. Ruined Checo's race in Austria. Uh, <laughs> the tweet uh, by this guy, Dan Castle, just said, France, not a crash, but he still annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. Singapore broke <laughs> Bottas' front wing and ruined mixed race with contact. And then the USA ruined Carlos's race. Like, what is he doing? It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> It really is. Is he the one who has, like, caused the most accidents, you think? There must be a list I somewhere. can't imagine there he's... There must be a list. He, probably, I, yeah. I mean, it's probably Latifi. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he's second. Maybe it's just the Williams way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they teach him over there. Uh, in fourth place, Sergio Perez. I think it's, I think a penalty. Stuff. I really do. I thought the Charles versus Sergio stuff was pretty fun. That was fun, yeah. especially when Charles passed him. That was yeah, dope. yeah, yeah. Charles that was, Charles, like, that was, Charles was battling was both Red Bulls, and it was pretty great to watch. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, he had to do it by himself. That's true. Also, like, yeah. Well, I guess that's more Charles related, but. Um, Checo's dad just Dead. at the race looking oh. so happy all the time which was fun to see <laughs> I, yeah I like Checo's dad I really loved at the Mexico GP whatever it was two years ago when Checo won and it was like he was so so happy That was <laughs> even like I That's think nice. there was a recent race where some of the dads were there and it was like his dad and Hamilton's dad just like all being friends I was like this is cute <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about Checo's, uh, you know, 
career path if he if he was one of these guys that was racing go-karts with with all the other kids um did he did he do that at all like do do these f1 dads all know each other from like little league go-karting basically (laughs) i don't know about Checo. i imagine that some of the other families do but i also feel like i only ever really hear like or see like Hamilton's dad, Max's dad, who's a piece of shit, and Checo's dad. I don't know. I I don't think I could like pinpoint any other. Well, and Larry Stroll, obviously. Um, I don't think I could pinpoint any other dads in the crowd. Yeah, isn't it's a like shame. Checo like Carlos's slims, like whatever benefactor? Like you know, mm-hmm. Carlos Slim. He's like this big Mexican businessman. I just remember like people were like, "That's he." Like, I think he like bankrolled Trickle's career. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. But I, I do don't know who you're in, like, talking the about. Races, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, like the races he's won, he's like kind of there, and you're like, "Oh, is that Checo's dad?" You're like, "Oh no, that Checo's dad's that guy standing next to him." I don't know. I don't know what the relationship is there. Mm, it's a little weird. Mm. We'll have to look into that. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully I didn't just <laughs> blow the roof off this. You didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, first on the podium, Charles Leclerc. He had a great race. You know, last week I said I was upset at his competitive nature. I felt like he was just accepting the loss, like races ahead of his you know being out of the running for the for the world title Mm -hmm. um and but this week he was fucking driving man he he he, (laughs) i loved watching him battle checo and then battling max even though and then max came back and beat him but oh that it was so good. Like a couple things when like Max passed him and then he's like, nope. And he came right back. That yeah, was yeah. great so driving. I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. But finally got lucky with a pit stop, which I like yes. under a safety car, which I feel like hasn't happened to him yeah. in yeah. a long time. And so that was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Hamilton, it's like, oh man, these teams actually do have a strategy when they want to. uh speaking of hamilton lewis hamilton in second place there was there was a while there where i thought he was gonna win the race me too he gave it everything he had so happy about it i was ecstatic i wanted it so bad um gave it everything he had he did he put it all out there and you know, thank you to the team. Great strategy, great pit mm-hmm. stops. He's really proud Thanks of himself the fans. and the team. Thank you to the fans. Thank you to the biggest, crowd. It's the best crowd, crowd they've had at the American. We've had. Yeah. Um, I I'll I'll get into it later, but I loved how much he complained about Max at the end of the race. <laughs> everyone i was watching it was like shut up stop complaining i was like no this is great i yeah. want like the fact like the fact that you can pay attention to that and also be driving and paying attention to yourself 
incredible. Like just the fact yeah. that he was doing that alone is crazy to me. Um, but I also <laughs> just liked him pedally, like trying to find any way. Uh, yeah, I to like. Win. <laughs> yeah, that that was so funny. Yeah. But like. Like, it just trying to find a way to win the race. Like, at that point, he's like, my car will not keep up with him, but I can at least try and get a penalty on him if I spot it. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, like uh, a race IQ through the roof, you know? Yeah. Mm. I think what was, I he, was, what was he trying to get? I, yeah, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, so you know, he, he went um, off the track, like all four tires over the white line um, a few times. Uh, and Hamilton kept saying over comms, he's over the line, he's over the line. Yeah, and, and they, but then he got the then same he warning. he goes over the line. Yeah. <laughs> then, so, then, yeah. so then they just gave warnings to both of them. They said, both of you guys have exceeded yeah. limits too many times. Yeah. And so then uh, yeah, they, they, they told the Max, like, and it's like, play it safe from here. Two laps to go. One of them, if one of them made a mistake, they'd get a five-second penalty. Yeah. So they had to, like, rein it in. Yeah, um, but I I love uh, that he was Max was going trying to Max get him was on going it. over the uh, going over track limits a lot. Checo was too. I, I mean, know. they were they were dinging people by the end. Yeah, I mean, a couple people like, got a little actual penalties, too late. Well, they go all race. I mean, it takes you know they got to do it three times over the course of a whole race, so it makes sense that it happens near the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Look, I think they're just trying to run a clean, safe race. <laughs> I don't know why people are so up in the FIA's business, you know. Well, Chris let Horner them is do outside their your job. window. <laughs> With holding a gun. <laughs> Ginger spice you guys. Sniper rifle. I didn't Great see. shot. Can you guys see this? Yeah. 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 My self view is gone. Oh yeah, there we go. Cool. Nice. Very nice. good. Jake that's, showing that's us. I forgot to send it to the, I didn't send it to the track because uh, there was no service because there are so many people. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in first place, uh, Max Verstappen. Okay. Who gives a fuck? Get, uh, basically a 12-second <laughs> penalty. Comes from behind. Still wins. By the way, mm-hmm. could have broken track limits. I think finished four and a half seconds ahead of Hamilton. Almost one again if he were yeah. to bet about another penalty. It's like completely inevitable that he was going to win. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Insane. The fact yeah. that he came back after that pit stop, which the pit stop, which was the best thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah. Dude, yeah. I was falling I was asleep stop. and that happened my and I, I was shot so happy. Up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a season where everything goes right for for that team and now mm-hmm. now there's this brutal pit stop and we and yeah. we get to see just a glimpse of max again when things aren't going his way and he, oh, and he, man. And he taking it yeah. out beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. fucking beautiful so rude Asshole. and then even at the end when he, they won they were like congratulations yeah. max like drivers championship and constructors championship just be like yeah hell yeah but instead he's yeah. like yeah like it was like really like you guys deserve this like there was that pit stop but you guys really deserve this i'm like dude yeah. fuck you you already won the whole fucking thing oh, it doesn't matter it was all oh looking God. great up until that pit stop yeah it does look great to win the constructors <laughs> whatever that was the loudest the loudest i got the loudest our entire section got was during that pit stop everyone yeah. was fucking going nuts it was awesome yeah. that, that's interesting i would i would have guessed 
there there'd be a lot of Red Bull fans there. What 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 team do you think uh, had the most fans showing support? Mm, I think probably either Ferrari or Mercedes. At least to my eye. Interesting. Yeah, I totally um, would I mean, have thought it'd be the, Red Bull. It's definitely the. I mean, Red Bull. There's a big Red Bull presence, but I think that McLaren is actually even more prevalent than Red Bull down there. Wow! Wow! I think people probably yeah. in Texas, especially, love Danny. Mm, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a lot of how, McLaren how, fans. How much he was uh, soaking it in. He must love it down there, and they must love him. Yeah. Well, maybe he he could get a job at Torchies now. He's a taco Hawking queso He's a queso So that's the uh, the U.S. Grand Prix Uh, Let's get into our Hotties of the week Hmm. Um, I thought Emo Carlos was pretty hot The black and white photo Super sad but not hot, I guess. More just like sweet and sexy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> did you did you DM um, him? <laughs> I DM'd him this week. Yeah, but he didn't respond. <laughs> He's never going to. I posted a video where he was riding his bike around the track and he had his shoelace untied. So I just wanted to let him know. Oh yeah, that's dangerous. Really <laughs> kind yeah. of you. Um. <laughs> I was tr- I was trying to draft something to comment on his post where he said that he was going to keep pushing. I was going to say you should push uh, George Russell into <laughs> the garbage, a swimming a pool, a wall. Like, see, I was I wanted to say I wanted I wanted to convey that he should like oh locker that's good. I wanted to convey that he should shove George Russell, not like crash into him. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. want anyone to think that I was like saying. Kill, kill this man don't yeah. no i think you should but still yeah. post you should still post push him into a locker into good. a locker because yeah, they ferrari didn't make that um a really great uh edit for their tiktok where they just put clips like to the full house theme and made like an american sitcom edit which i thought was really cute that's great okay a lot of good stuff going on on social media yeah yeah i love their 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 little hats that they were wearing with the little sheriff badges (laughs) oh my god this is so (laughs) corny and man they Um, they must all really love coming to the states because they don't they don't seem to dress up and have as much fun you know in uh, Monaco or whatever, you know. It's it's they're they're like we're well, they in Texas, live in Monaco. <laughs> okay, I feel like a lot of drivers were like, I love this track. Like this is so yeah. much fun, and it's like a, a you know, lot of chances to overtake. I think people like the U.S. Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. It's a it's, fun track and a I, huge crowd. Yeah. yeah, and the giant flags are pretty dope. Like those helicopter helico- shots, so they would like fly up yeah. and over the huge flag, and mm-hmm. and then that. Just that like S turn that yeah, they have, that, yeah. and then the that was where hill. I was sitting. It's so dope. It's like an awesome track. That's a great spot to sit. That's that's like yeah, it was my favorite part of the track. And yeah. you were sitting right there. Yeah. That's that's crazy. That was all Jill. She went on uh, Reddit. I believe she talked to Marika as well. <laughs> she didn't, so she did it all by herself. <laughs> oh really? I'm very wow. proud Good. of her. Oh, well done, Jill. Good for her. Uh, my hottie of the week, Fernando Alonso. As I said before, hot driving equals hot 
guy, I guess. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Actually, mine is Brad Pitt. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go uh, opposite of Casey. I think my hottie of the week is Lance Stroll. Oh, my um, God. Solely She's a for... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> solely Stroll for the Instagram photos that he took where he looked like he was fucking in Friday Night Lights just tossing a football into the air. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? How How is this possible? Well, he's, he's Canadian. He's not European like the rest of them. He's got some sense but of he what's still going looks, on. He still looks so dumb all the time. And then suddenly <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the vibe that you should have. Like, this is your niche. Uh, I saw it at like seven in the morning. And I think I just posted it to the Pitwall Instagram with a bunch of question marks. I was like, what is happening? All right. Uh, I'll go with. Charles Leclerc, I don't know if you guys watched any of the social media going on like the past, I don't know, maybe it was Thursday or something, but they were do, they were driving actual Ferrari, whatever, I don't know what model of Ferrari it was, yeah. they, they were taking people on drives, and like, that is the fucking coolest job. Other than being a race car driver Ferrari, the fact that you, when you're not driving a Ferrari race car, you're driving a Ferrari is yeah. dope. Yeah. You're, you're uh, driving Brad Pitt around in, in a Ferrari. Yeah, that's so sick. So anyway, uh, congratulations to Charlotte Leclerc for hanging out with a bunch of celebrities and driving Ferraris all weekend. That looks pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? I went to a model train show. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this earlier and Jeff was not even here for that. Yeah. So incredible <laughs> Chose that moment. <laughs> That's very funny. My hottie of the week goes to my buddy Jameson uh, because he works in music as a producer, and he was literally in the studio with Lewis Hamilton this week. Jameson's wow. at the Whoa. board right there in the white t-shirt and the hat, and Lewis is right behind him. Wow. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah. Who's Apparently Lewis, Lewis sings. Tunes or... He said that, that Lewis sense. sings and that he's kind of good. But yeah, that's Jameson yeah. and Lewis, kind of with the same expression on each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, they look like they're having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the hotties of the week. And now it's time for the little bitch of the day. Yes. We all better have the same answer. I have, all I have, have an answer. Same. Okay. I mean, it's George Russell. It's that's George Russell. George Russell. Ooh, mine's not George Russell, but he is. Mine he is isn't George Russell, but mine's not he George was, Russell. I mean, there were a lot of them, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were really a lot of little bitches in this fucking race. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us, tell us why George Russell, even though we, we've we've talked about it, because he because he bullied my guy. Yeah. Because he fucking dive bombed crashed Carlos out on the lap one. Uh, and I was there to see him. George Russell didn't just ruin Carlos's day. He ruined mine. Yeah. And it was my birthday yeah. present. So, yeah. Yeah, it kind of ruined your birthday. Yeah, it basically ruined my birthday. Mm, interesting. My birthday weekend, so it kind of ruined my birthday on top of that, too. Wow. wow. He's a birthday ruiner. He's a party pooper, is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my little bitch of the day is Max Verstappen. Uh, you don't, you don't win a championship and then a constructor's championship. And then immediately after the race, how's it feel? You're champion. And he's like that pit stop, like shut up. 
Shark, <laughs> you, you won the race. You won the race. <laughs> There's nothing more that you could win that <laughs> day. You won the race. You already are the driver champion, and you, your team, because of you, won the chip. I'm just like, fuck off. And he you also tied broke the he, record. He tied, or, shoot. Yeah. Did he break it or tie it? Tied it. Tied it 13 in a single yeah. season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, just go fucking have sex. Like, like that's why you're so fucking <laughs> upset all the time. Just like have sex <laughs> you're 28 or whatever you're allowed is he 28 i don't know how old he is he's probably younger than that but i'm still i think he's 25 i, I have the same birthday as his sister he's 25. i found out this weekend <laughs> wow. this dude's only two months older than me that sucks <laughs> yeah my little bitch of the day is Christian Horner's jeans. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They looked so bad. Just like... Well, they were... Did you notice the brand? No, what was the brand? They were very obviously diesel jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like God. loose around his ass and then like skin tight from the, like the knee down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I don't, I don't, I've never thought about his pants, but I was like, this looks wrong. Like, and different he doesn't than normal. Yeah. jeans. There's a I reason for the jeans. Definitely doesn't wear this. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason he for the jeans. really bad. And maybe um, I'm just jealous because he's married to what is it, Ginger Spice? Yes. And I'm like, you're married to this man. He can't even dress his bottom half. When <laughs> <laughs> the top half is a uniform, so he can't really dress that either. <laughs> Yeah, Red Bull, they were wearing jeans because uh, Didi, who's, we can't say his name, <laughs> or apologize. <laughs> we're casual he fans. Passed away, we we're casual fans. This guy none of us has ever heard of passed away. Yeah, never heard of him in my entire <laughs> life. All they talked Red about today. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to a legend. Um, yeah, for sure. He was. He would wear jeans at the track. Uh, so everyone at Red Bull was wearing jeans in his honor. Uh, and oh. I must say, no one in the Red Bull paddock has a well-fitting pair of jeans. Everyone's <laughs> jeans look like they fit very poorly on them. Yeah, very um, European. I also, I want to read the jeans. Um, Christian Horner's wife, Ginger Spice, posted photos of them and um ed sheeran who's also there mm -hmm. uh oh, yeah. and just the like i to see two music legends and then christian horner with these <laughs> awful pants oh my god <laughs> so they're so, funny. Tight. so fucking bad He's wearing and they're jeggings. like there's like a photo of them conspiring like it truly it's like they're <laughs> leagues above him <laughs> wow Ginger uh, Spice, first of all, she looks great, but she's wearing, I, she wears the same thing White, everywhere. all the time, white or cream. But like, right. I feel like it's that same dress, even. Like, I feel yeah. like all of Drive to Survive, that was like the only thing she wore. She might not just, she might just like not have a lot of clothes. She really yeah. just might not be able to like afford mm. a, ton, a ton of clothes. Yeah. 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 We don't That's know. Sad. We can't um, really get into their personal finances that we don't know yeah. about. We don't know what their finances are. Um, My little bitch of the day yes. goes to Lewis Hamilton, but it's a positive little bitch of the day because he was just being really petty and I loved it. Um, <laughs> and I really respected that energy from him. 
<laughs> That's my vote. A champion finds a way to win. Also, yeah. Martin Brundle, by the but book. a negative one because of how mad he was at Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you have it. There's the, the U.S. Grand Prix. Uh, the standings, uh, Red Bull has won. The Drivers' Championship, Red Bull has won. The Constructors' Championship. Charles Leclerc currently in second place in the Drivers' Championship with 267 points. Sergio Perez is in third place with 265 points. So those guys have some neck racing neck. to do. Um, falling down a little bit further, George Russell with 218 points. And 16 points behind him is Carlos Sainz, uh, who unfortunately with this DNF is probably not getting anywhere near a podium. Um, in the Constructors' Championship, Red Bull has won. Ferrari is in second place with 469 points. Mercedes falling behind with 416 points. Uh, that's probably going to be uh, second and third place, if I had to guess. Uh, but the fight for fourth place is still on between Alpine and McLaren. Alpine has 144 points. McLaren has 138 points. So, Danny, stop Pretty being close. so sad and start racing that car. <laughs> <laughs> for fourth. For fourth. <laughs> for a team you don't care about anymore. <laughs> uh, that's the U.S. Grand Prix. Up next is the Mexican Grand Prix next, uh, next weekend. In... Jeff's and I's time zone, if you can believe it. Whoa. Wow. That's huge. That's huge for us. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. What time does it start? I haven't checked yet. 5 a.m. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should rate this race, right? We should oh, rate yeah. this race. Uh, the way we rate mm. the races here. Uh, if it's a good race, it's a push-push. If it's a bad race, it's a box-box. I thought this race was full of excitement, a lot of action, some great racing. Uh I'm gonna, I'm giving it a push push. Yeah, I think yeah. I've previously been on the record saying if it has a flying car, it's a push push, so push push. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I was there. I don't think it could have been a box box. <laughs> if I would if I had watched it at home, I would have turned it off and called the whole thing a box box, but it was a really exciting race. I watched the whole thing with um a brisket sandwich and a Heineken. Oh. So oh, man, it that's, felt that's pretty awesome. solid. It's a push push for me, dog. I've never seen a race that's been more of a push push for me. Don't love the results necessarily, but I had the most fun watching this race of any race that I've ever seen. Hell yeah. And part of that Whoa. is the fact it. that it was at noon. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, would you go back to? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. 100%. What was the weather um, like in Austin in November? Because I would maybe go. It was, it I mean, hot. it was hot. It was like 80, it was 86, oh. um, but it was, there was a really stiff breeze. Not like super windy, but it, I was def, I was not uncomfortable. So yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I love that. I also um, just read the podium celebration. Wanted to point out how insane the entire series of events was. I was waiting for the Shack Mobile to arrive. Was really excited yeah. for that. <laughs> um, knew it was going to happen. But then 
they had Helmet Marco go up for the podium. And when they were dousing everyone with champagne, he was just like only putting it on Lewis Hamilton, which felt weird to me. And I couldn't tell if it was like he didn't see Max or it was racism or (laughs) what it was going on. But I thought it was really weird that he was just like dumping the champagne only on Lewis. (laughs) Maybe he got some in his eyes and then just couldn't see for the rest of the time. But I don't know. I want to start a conspiracy there. Um, That's good. Yeah. Uh, Marika, how do you, how do you rate the race? Oh, uh, push, uh, Yep, push push as well <laughs> for me. Uh loved it. Um yeah, just like Jeff said, not a huge fan of the results, but it was very entertaining to watch. And I also I watched with some friends who don't some who care about it and then some that don't really care about it. And well, one of those friends became a Max Verstappen fan throughout this wow. race it was still wow. fuck, fuck them. Wow. <laughs> they'll learn they'll learn he just thinks he's hot so i mean he's if i could do it all over again i'd also become a max for a fan <laughs> i think that'd be awesome uh there you go folks it's a full push we're giving it all we got this week the u.s grand prix love to hear it. yeehaw uh yeehaw. You can, uh, if you are listening to this podcast, you can watch it on YouTube, on the HeadGum YouTube channel. If you're watching it uh, on YouTube, you can uh, listen and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a rating, five stars on those uh, apps, websites. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on instagram at pitwall pod you could follow us on tiktok at pitwall pod uh marika's over there posting a lot of memes on on instagram I'm just, I'm just i respond lol to them <laughs> <laughs> whenever kc responds lol i'm like yeah i did a good job <laughs> uh you could follow me on twitter at casey donahue you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Marie uh, You can follow Carlos Signs uh, on Instagram and let him know to check his DMs uh, and give me a follow, as it were, because that way we could be in contact and we could be friends. That's Carlos Signs with the Z55 on Instagram. Thanks, everyone. At Jeff Boardy on Twitter, something big coming this Friday. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is the picture of your bare ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be coy about it. <laughs> Jake, are you free on Friday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern? Uh, yeah. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> to send to send you that and picture you of your for ass. An I HR took. violation. <laughs> Headgum podcast record. They're kind of one and the same, but fair enough. Uh, Andrew doesn't have any plugs. <laughs> His mic is unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that's a great time to end the show. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll see you at the next race, which is next week, folks. Uh, vroom, vroom to all and to all a beep, beep. That was a HeadGum original.